0: Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. I'm super happy to be here with you all today to talk about why our brains are an asshole sometimes. That's right. <laughs> that is what we're here to talk about. Why is your brain an asshole sometimes? You know what I'm talking about? Now, before we dive into that, I just want to tell you, I am feeling so excited. I keep getting ideas of all of the amazing topics I want to talk about in this podcast. I have... So many ideas of all of the things I want to talk about and I just cannot wait. (laughs) So I'm actually thinking I might have to do a few like kind of bonus episodes because I'm not very patient. That's one thing you may learn about me. I'm not very patient. So (laughs) maybe we just need to like squeeze some bonus episodes in there or do more than one a week because why the hell not? We just get to make up the rules as we get along, go along. I firmly believe that. Make it all up, my friends. All right. So why is your brain an asshole sometimes? Have you ever felt like you have a split personality? Seriously, I know that I have in the past, right? Like sometimes, you know, you are saying wonderful, kind things to yourself and everything's going really well. And then next next minute, you're basically trying to run yourself over with a bulldozer and then reversing just for good measure, right? (laughs) feels in my brain sometimes. (laughs) Welcome to the club, my friends. All right, our brains, they can be absolute assholes sometimes. So let's talk about it, right? Every single one of us human beings on this planet has a self-critical brain, okay? So that's you, that's me, that's the guy in the coffee shop, that is your favorite movie star, that is the person who delivered your last Amazon package, Yes, (laughs) I've had one too. Um, Oprah, everybody, right? Our brains, they will always go to the worst case scenarios. Our brains love to catastrophize everything, right? Overthinking, overthinking all of the possible ways in which something could go wrong. All of the reasons why you can't do it or you shouldn't do it. Yep. That is just your asshole brain. Or, as I might also refer to it, right? It's also our inner cave woman brain. So, in this episode, we are going to explore why we do this, right? We're going to unpack all of that. But, first of all, I'm going to share some of my own life examples with you that hopefully you'll be able to relate to and really see this in action and how this applies in your life, okay? So this morning I went for a beautiful run along the beach and I stopped at one kilometer and I took my shirt off and I tied it around my waist and then I kept going and then I got to two kilometers, right? So I'd run two kilometers along the beach and then I decided I was going to turn around and as I turned around, I paused my tracking app and I just had a little breather. I took like a little bit of a walk before I started running again and I ran the final two kilometers back to where I began. Now, I went and sat in my favorite spot on this beautiful log overlooking the ocean, right? I'm sitting there and I catch my brain trying to tell me that I stopped twice so this wasn't a very good run. I shouldn't be stopping so much because I've been running for a while now. I should be able to just keep going. All of these things, right? All of these Not so nice, rather negative focused things that my brain was offering me, right? My self-critical asshole brain was trying to put me down. It was trying to disregard what I had just done. And the very fact that I had just been for a four kilometer run in a beautiful spot, nonetheless, right? Now, oftentimes I see this with myself and with my clients when we go to do something new. Or when we go to make a decision or we set a goal for ourselves, okay? So, for example, I have set two goals for this year. Actually, sorry, it's three. But the third one is as good as done. Like, I just know it's done. So, I don't even see it as a goal anymore because it's done, right? And that's a whole nother podcast, right? So, let's talk about the two goals, right? So, I have a financial goal for my business, And a personal goal to lose 10 kilos, right? And for anyone who works on the pound system, I think it's roughly 22 pounds, okay? Now, I started off in January thinking about how these two goals are 100% possible for me. Like it's 100% possible I am going to achieve that financial goal. It's 100% possible I am going to lose those 10 kilos, right? And I solidified my desire for them both. Right. And why I really wanted to achieve these goals. And I really, you know, enjoyed hanging out in the possibility of these being done and what that would look like. Right. How I would feel, how my life might be different. Right. So I had a really strong foundation to work from. Right. And I talk a lot about this in episode two. Uh, episode number two is how to do something you've never done before, right? And, that's, and that is exactly where I began when I set these goals and I embarked on them this year, right? And like most of us, right, I broke that income goal into what I would need to make each quarter and then each month in order to achieve that goal, in order to know that I'm on track, right? And when I didn't make that amount at the end of January in that very first month, My brain went to, this is a terrible idea. You can't do this, right? You might as well lower the goal because it's not going to happen or maybe you should quit completely. Can you relate to this? (laughs) Has your brain told you this before, right? Maybe this could look like you get on the scales, right? And you've got this idea that you want to lose a certain amount of weight and you get on the scales and the scale hasn't moved or maybe it hasn't gone down as much as you want or maybe it's even gone up, right? Right. So then your brain's like, this is a terrible idea, this sucks, I can't do it, I don't want to do it, I just want to eat the food, like I'm going to quit, right? Now, let's talk about why, (laughs) why does our brain do this, right? So, let's talk about why we do this, okay? Our brains are wired to survive, to evolve, Right. So if you think back to the caveman, cavewoman days, right? And we're living in caves, right? Our brains literally had three main things that they had to do for us to stay alive and for our human species to evolve, right? Now, those three things are avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, and using minimal effort, right? Conserving energy. Okay. now, if you have ever heard of um, a part of our brain that is referred to the primal brain or the lizard brain or, you know, the caveman brain, the reptilian brain. Right. That is that is this part of the brain. Right. That is what we are talking about. Right. There's tons of different names for it. Now, this part of us has has that wired in us. Right. To avoid pain, seek pleasure and use very little effort to conserve our energy. Now, I will often teach this to my clients in the form of the motivational triad. So if you were to draw a triangle on a piece of paper and at one, one corner you would put pain and one you would put seek pleasure and the other you would put, you would put use minimal effort. Okay, and that is the motiv- motivational triad. Like that is what we are working with, or in some cases against, when it comes to, you know, doing things we haven't done before, making changes, achieving goals, going after our dreams, right? We are faced with this every single day of our lives, okay? So when I talk about avoiding pain, right, if you were to think back to living in caves, for example, and You had to be mindful of the lion, right? The lion that was out there that would eat you, right? You had to be on alert for anything that could potentially cause you pain, right? You had to, you know, seek pleasure in the forms of berries and fire and sex. What else, right? Right. And you had to save your energy and conserve your energy in case you had to go into fight, in case you had to run from the lion, in case you had to go, you know, to war, to battle, whatever it is, right? And if you think about it like this, if you were to say, for example, back in that day, if you were to climb a tree to pick some fruit at the top of the tree and your brain's like, "Mm, I don't know if this is a good idea. This seems potentially dangerous. We could get hurt, right? That part of your brain is there to protect you right it's trying to warn you of the potential of falling out of that tree of being hurt of getting harmed of potential death right that part of your brain is very useful right we need it <laughs> otherwise we'd probably do a lot of stupid shit <laughs> right so this part of our brain is very useful it is necessary right and it serves a purpose but in today's modern day and age in today's world it actually can work against us in a lot of ways right so understanding it and how we can work with it is very helpful, right? So if we talk about our brains want to avoid pain, right? That is perceived pain, like the pain of being rejected or humiliated, right? Even when the scenario is 99% not likely to happen, our brain will still pull out all of the stops to try and avoid that possible 1%, right? So when I decided that I was going it to, you know, look for somebody to share my life with and I started, you know, dating and so forth, right? I was feeling terrified and my brain wanted to avoid the pain, right? My brain didn't want to meet someone for coffee, right? It would have been so much more comfortable and pleasurable and require a lot less effort to stay at home (laughs) and not do that. Right, so my brain told me it was a terrible idea. My brain told me I was going to get hurt, that I was going to be rejected, that I was going to be humiliated. My brain tried to convince me of all of those things so that I wouldn't do it. Right, my brain wanted to avoid this. Right, because it wasn't immediately pleasurable. Right, it required effort, and there was that potential pain factor. Right, so our brains—they want to seek pleasure. Now, pleasure comes in the form of comfort. Comfort food, right? Comfort drinks, like alcohol, right? Maybe it's drugs, right? Netflix, binge watching all the Netflix, right? That is one of my go-to comforts, right? Online shopping, that used to be one of mine, right? Checking Facebook or Instagram for notifications. Watching cat videos, Yeah, that's totally me. (laughs) Crazy cat lady right here, right? Eating sugar, anything we find pleasurable. Our brains want to do that, right? Even at the detriment of our bigger goals, right? So for example, like I said before, when you set the goal to lose weight, your brain will always tell you that we could just start tomorrow or Monday, How many of you have been like, yeah, I'll start that on Monday? (laughs) Me too, right? (laughs) Monday's always a good idea. No, that's what our brain wants us to think, right? Because if we think Monday's a good idea, then we can eat all of the desirable foods now. We can have all of the pleasurable stuff now. We put off that potential discomfort to the future, right? We don't have to deal with it now. Our brain, of course, wants to avoid it, Right? Our brains want to use minimal effort, right? So when you decide that you are going to do something that's outside of your usual routine that requires you to stretch and grow, your brain is going to protest, right? As I demonstrated before in the example of, you know, going on dates and meeting people for coffee and meeting them for a walk and, you know, trying to, you know, find some, some form of significant other to spend my life with, right? That required a lot of effort on my part, right? A lot of discomfort. And my brain, of course, didn't want to use that effort, right? Sometimes when I sit down to record a podcast, and I have had a previous podcast for many years, right? This one's the new one. This is the place to be, right? (laughs) But sometimes when I sit down to like draft and record a podcast, my brain's like, nah. We could do that later. Like, there's a lot of effort. This is going to take ages. I don't feel like it, right? It requires effort. So my brain tries to avoid it <laughs> on many an occasion, right? I remember uh, something that I believe it was Tony Robbins said, and it was something along these lines, right? That we only change when the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing right and i think this is very interesting because it speaks very well to the way in which we are wired right there is a part of us who wants something new and different and there's also a part of us right that 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 cave woman brain who wants to stay the same because staying the same is always easier and more comfortable it requires pretty much no effort at all right even if it's painful where we are, right? You see that? And that brings me to the other part of our brain, right? So don't worry, there is there is another part. <laughs> There's a good part to tell you about, right? Right, and that is the part of our brain who is the evolved woman part of our brain, right? So this evolved part of our brain has all of the good things to say. What's a good shit to say, Right? Like this is the creative part of our brain, full of ideas, who wants to set goals and dream big, right? We all have that in us too. And oftentimes we have to make room for this part of us to speak up, right? To voice her opinion, to remind us of why we can do it, why we do have what it takes, right? Of all of the best Case scenarios that are equally, if not more so, likely to eventuate. Okay? So my friend, in summary, we all have a self-critical brain. And we all have a cavewoman brain whose job is to always draw us towards avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, and using very little effort to save energy. Right? And this part of our brains means well. Okay. It's well intended most of the time, right? But it really can be an asshole. Okay? It can. Also, we do have access to our evolved brain. Right? And the more time you spend here, the better, my friends. Right? This is time well spent. Any time your asshole brain is trying to run the show, feel free to hit pause and explore all of the positive possible best case scenarios and remind yourself of exactly why you are fucking brilliant. You do have what it takes and you have got this. Okay. One last example I want to give you or analogy rather. I'll often use this description in conversations with clients, right? Imagine you're driving a car, right? And you are driving, and your asshole brain is in the back seat, and it's in the back seat behind you, right? And that asshole brain is like a little toddler and it's kicking the back of the seat. And it's like yelling every now and again, and it's kind of having a hissy fit. And maybe it's even trying to tell you how to drive, right? Like you're doing it wrong, you should be doing this. You should have gone left there. Speed up, slow down. rah, rah, ra, right? <laughs> At the end of the day, you still get to drive, right? And you can turn up the radio and listen to your evolved woman brain. You still get to decide whether or not you listen to that part of your brain, whether or not you let that part of your brain run the show, drive the car, right? You do not have to. It's still going to try. It's still going to have a tantrum in the back seat, (laughs) right? But you don't have to let it drive. You get to do that. Okay, all right, my friend, you got this. Huge love. I'll see you all next week. Take care. Hey, if you've got some good value out of this podcast today, do you want to come hang out? <laughs> you will find me on Instagram, zina.jones.coach, and Zena is spelled with an X, X-E-N-A. You can also stalk my website and find me there, zinajones.com. You will find all of the ways in which you can work with me and also how you can connect with me on social media. And if this has been really valuable, tell me, send me an email, Zena at zenajones.com. Tag me on Instagram. Connect with me on Facebook. Tell me. Let's hang out. All right. Huge love. Have a magical day, my friend.